Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Things Divine, where we grow well divinely. And today we are going to have a tough conversation. It's a conversation that should be more open to be discussed between friends and family members and on certain platforms. And I really want to tackle this conversation today because I truly feel that with opening up and expressing how I feel that it can help someone else grow as well. So today we are going to talk about Megan the Duchess and Megan the Stallion and the treatment of Black women in today's society. If we observe nature, everything flows effortlessly. Grass, trees, and flowers grow with the flow. We as human beings have the same power to do this. The biggest work we need to accomplish is getting back into harmony and getting back into the flow of nature. Getting in an emotional state of joy, bliss, love, and freedom will allow us to think more clearly. The better decisions we make, the more effective and productive our action will be. And that is why the Freedom Mastery Law of Attraction Planner is the best thing that you could do for yourself for the year of 2023. These planners are so amazing and they have many designs and colors. They help you with manifesting what you really want to accomplish while also staying proactive with everything that you have going on from, for a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. These planners are the number one life planners they have worldwide shipping, you get fast results, and it even comes inside the planner with some extra gifts for you. So go check it out at freedommastery.com. And while you're at it, click on the link in our description and get 15... Okay, so I never really follow the royals. I'm not going to pretend like I don't know who they were, but I will have to be truthfully honest. I did not know that they existed until the death of Princess Diana. I watched the funeral when I was younger. I'm right around Harry and William's age. I saw them walking behind the coffin and as a young child, that's not even my family. That's not my mother. I was traumatized. So I can't even imagine how both of them would feel in knowing that they have this duty and they have to be stoic. It's, it was heartbreaking. Um, after that, I didn't follow them. Of course, you know, you hear things about Harry and the press and I just thought, well, he's just, he's just a wild child. He's just the wild one of the bunch. And he is not to me at, at that early age and just growing up with them and like seeing things in the media about Harry, um, which he cannot deny <laughs> because I saw the pictures. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say. So you did that. And um, I just thought he just doesn't want to be conformed to like their method. Like he's going to eventually find his own way. But for right now, he's just doing him and being a kid and messing up and why does he have to be so like tight-lipped and 
just um, reserved. Like, why can't he have that space to grow? So that's just what I've always thought. It was nothing still that I followed. I saw it in the press and then that was it. It was not until, obviously, I'm much older now. Like I said, I am right around the age of Harry and William, so I'm in between them. And um, I might be the same age as William, actually. I don't know how old he is, but I know that we're around the same age. Um, I did not start to follow them until Meghan Markle. And I am such a romantic. And so I, I fell in love with just the initial story of her being divorced and just like being a career woman and just, I think she said she wanted to just spend the summer, like just traveling with her um, friends and she met Harry and it was like her true love story for me. Again, I'm a sucker for love. I am a huge romantic. So I followed for that. But then when I started paying more attention to her, I realized that she is I say energy changer because she brings the truth to situations. She makes you aware of certain things that's going on in the world and she advocates for it. So um, I started to really pay attention to her for that. And when they got married, of course, we all saw all of the chaos up until the wedding day. I felt really bad for her. I'm not gonna lie. And I honestly, I was just like, whew, okay, it's her other side that's acting like this. It's not the side that everybody's probably waiting on. So I'm, that's just my opinion, but that is what I was thinking. I was just like, okay. But then when I saw it just get worse, I just thought, oh my gosh, are they just going to leave her alone? Like, can she just be with her husband if you're not going to show up to the wedding just like don't show up but I feel like it turned out well for her um you know I started to follow them and it reminded me of when I was in school I was in junior high and I loved the new kids on the block and so I um I had like their like bed sheets and I wanted to get all the magazines that they were in. I wanted the buttons and I felt so junior high-ish just trying to follow to see like, where are they at? But it wasn't a fangirl. It was more, even though I felt that way, but because I'm older, I wanted to know where they were because I was actually being really educated through them. Okay, you're in Africa, you're at this facility, this is what's going on in, in Africa, this is their epidemic. And I learned so much. I learned about, oh my goodness, I just had it on the tip of my tongue and I feel so bad. The the fires, I think it's Greenfell. Um, I could be wrong, but you, I know that everyone knows what I'm talking about, the fires. I didn't even know that that existed. And I love that before she was even public, she was going and spending time with them and learning about them and their culture. And she came up with a way of how to help them. And I loved that so much about her. So that became my attraction with Harry and Megan is the education for me. I can't speak for anyone else, but I can just say for me, that's when I started paying attention to the Royals 
more so Harry and Megan. But of course, you know, if you're paying attention to them, then you want to know like, okay, these are royals and we definitely don't have that over here in the United States. So let me find out about the history of this family. And there were some things that I, you know, I wasn't too fond of, but I still really loved to be educated um, culture-wise about things that were going on in the world. And if I can donate, like, how can I make a difference? So that was my true attraction to Harry and Meghan. Now, I think it was maybe, maybe six to nine months after they got married, I just noticed a shift that I thought, okay, well, this is weird. And I actually said to one of my friends, I said, you know, I'm starting to see some really negative stuff and it's pointed more towards Megan. And I said, I feel like she is being painted as the stereotypical black woman, aggressive, angry, demanding. And I thought, okay, well, I know I don't know her, but this feels very set up. That is what I felt as a black woman. You know, I'm going to look at things as a whole. And if I honestly, and I researched, I thought, okay, well, what is she doing? What happened to where she's being mean? I don't see anybody else saying this, but when you have these palace insiders and then you have certain people on platforms that are feeding into that, I thought, okay, well, maybe I missed something in me trying to follow along with their story and like where they are and the work that they're doing. Maybe I truly missed something. And she did that interview in Africa. And now I know she may say, I was just answering the question. I was kind of nervous. I don't know. I don't remember what she said about that interview. But for me, when I saw her mannerisms, I was like, oh no, Oh no, she's telling the truth. Like something is going on, something is off. And the tabloids and just the things that her sister was saying about her and the press, it was just constant. It became so much to where for me, I said to myself, for my mental health, I cannot follow Harry and Meghan anymore because this is so triggering for me. And I did not want to look at that stuff anymore. I just, I, I would get so angry and I can't go and, you know, get a Twitter account and then start like arguing with people on Twitter. I didn't want to become that, but I was so angry because I thought, why are you tearing her down? There's no way that this woman is doing all of this. And it wasn't because I'm a romantic and I just love their story. It was because I was truly looking at it as a whole. Now, if she was doing something that was horrendous and that it was caught and then I could like physically see that she did this, then I would say, well, okay, well, no wonder why they're saying that you're bossy because you, you know, you did A, B, C, and D, but that was never the case. And so I did, I stopped following them. Um, I did hear in the, in the media that they were stepping down and I thought, okay, well, this further confirms. And when they were stepping down, I tried to follow them again and I saw the Megxit and everyone was blaming her for a decision 
that Harry made. And I thought, okay, nobody's saying anything about Harry. When honestly, if you, you know, no shade to cousin Harry, but if you look at some of the things that Harry's done, like growing up, and I know he's very much changed and he's, he's really vocal about how he's changed and the things that he said and done, how it could be offensive. Um, he's done more things than her to where I would, you know, naturally look at him like, okay, well, what did you do? Who are you fighting with? Um, well, we later find out who he was fighting with. Uh, but I didn't understand where all this hatred was coming from. Like they were just ripping her apart. So I did, I tried to follow them again and I just couldn't, I couldn't for my mental health because I felt like she was being ripped to shreds and people can say all they want that this has nothing to do with race, but it has everything to do with race because you have no concrete evidence that she has done whatever you're making up in your head. Um, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing that you have. And at the end of the day, I feel like people should really just turn the mirror on yourselves. You don't have to do it on a platform. Um, but you can say to yourself, like, why do I really not like her? Does it bother me that this white man who is a prince, um, walked away from everything and is standing for this black woman who is his wife and mother of his children. Does that really bother me that someone's really trying to take up for her and that the media is not allowed to just rip her to shreds because he sued a um, tabloid. So what you have to ask yourself these questions because you know, we can talk about the Netflix that they just did, the Netflix um, documentary. When I first saw that, that they were going to do a documentary, I thought, okay, Harry, okay, Megan, I believe what happened to you, but I don't want to keep talking about it. Like, let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. If your family's doing all this, I honestly felt like, okay, well, this is your brother. Just go fight him. <laughs> I honestly felt that like, just go duke it out. Um, but I, I did think, okay, I believed your story. I believe you. But the more and more that you tell your truth, the more noise happens to where it's all of these crazy stories and it's like more chaos and more noise to try to shut them up. And, um, so I was nervous because I really wanted to watch that documentary. I was trying to get back to following them and seeing the work that they do. I think it's amazing. Um, I feel like they are truth seekers and truth tellers, and that is very much my personality. Um, so I, I really wanted to follow them and I watched the documentary. I discussed it with some girlfriends of mine the documentary was amazing. Did they talk about what happened to them? Absolutely. But why can they not tell the truth when everyone else gets to tell lies? 
<laughs> that makes no sense to me. Like, why do they get to, why can they not tell what actually happened? And then when they do, they're being told, oh, shut up. Oh, they're trying to like make money off of this. They're trying to tell their truth. If you stop trying to make money off of them, then they won't have to come back with what the actual like truth is. And they came with straight receipts. And um, I love that the receipts were on point, but that wasn't the only thing they talked about during their documentary. They talked about the history of the royal family and the poverty levels. I mean, it was so amazing. I was just sitting there like, what? (laughs) I was so intrigued to learn this through them because, I mean, they would know, right? (laughs) Um, That I even watched it a second time. I had my popcorn, um, well, my white cheddar popcorn, my wine, and it w- I was just sitting there just in amazement, just learning all of these things. So it wasn't just about, you know, what happened to them. It was also about the history. And that's what I love so much about Harry and Megan is that they come, they come to you with this is what it is. And here's all the facts. And here's the backstory. And I just... I absolutely love that. This woman, who was a woman, a mother, a wife, showed surveillance of people trying to sneak on their land. They had their security pulled. Super dangerous. They're on this island. People are getting on this island trying to sneak onto their property. And then she's hearing that people want to kill her. And she's afraid. And she has dealt with mental health issues herself. Um, She was upset and afraid that someone was going to come in their home and harm her, harm her children. And um, you, out of her saying all of that, when you know that those publications are out there about her, instead of stop, you actually um, said that she mocked the queen. And I thought, what? And they're like, oh my God, look at the way Harry was looking at her. He thought she was insane. And I thought, well, no, he's probably looking at her like, girl, what are you doing? But she was just being silly. Like, well, I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, did I do this right? Because I didn't know that you like bowed to your grandmother. And the interesting thing about that is before I started recording, I was on um, the YouTube for Divine Sly and I... (laughs) looked at you know you see those little shorts that they call it now and it's like just little shorts kind of like a an instagram reel or like an instagram story that's what it reminds me of well youtube has that now and i saw something that one of my friends did and so i was liking it and i thought okay well maybe it's going to show me something else she's done um she's amazing and i scrolled up and it was like i was like megan markle and it (laughs) There was this whole little, it's supposed to be a short, but I feel like it was like 45 seconds long, maybe a minute. And it talked about her mocking the queen and how she was so disgusted that Harry had to bow to his grandmother. And I was like, what? Did you watch what she said? And so even after all that, you guys, 
I was still blown away because Harry has been back to the UK a couple of times for his grandfather's death and then some other things. But when he went back with Megan, um, was it the, it wasn't the queen's death. It was, um, the trooping colors. I think that's what they call it. They were booed. Well, you didn't boo him before. Like you boo him when he's with her because your aggression is actually towards her. Like, let's just lay it out there. Let's just, come on, let's, let's really talk about this because that's what it is. She has done nothing and it doesn't even matter what she says. You're still going to make up your own stories and you're still going to play her against Kate, a white woman who we don't even know Kate. Like none of us know these people. And oh my gosh, I do want to say there was a a butler who was, I guess he was Princess Diana's butler for like 10 years. And he was saying, Megan is nothing like Diana. How are you going to know? You only knew her as your employer. But you're not her child. You're not Harry who knew her intimately and who knows his wife intimately um, on different levels. But it was in an intimate manner. That's his mother. That's his wife. I think he would be able to tell if if his future, not future wife, but if his current wife is like his mother. So... And let me just clean up what I say when I said future wife, because I know that someone's going to grab onto this and be like, well, you know what? He, he probably is going to have another wife. No, I meant future wife because at the time that I first heard him say this, they were not married yet. So let's clear that up. This will be, I'm saying it verbally and we'll also have a transcript in case, you know. So anyways, I am saddened that she's treated this way and it's not them just throwing up like, oh, it's a race thing just because that's the truth. And it's uncomfortable to have those conversations. And with William, I'm sure that William is a great person. I think that everybody in their core are great people, but William may be and I'm not, I'm not saying racist. I'm trying to, a microaggressive racist. And this is what I mean by that. You can show that you really care about this person and you're accepting her because that's, you have a stage, like you, people are watching you. So you do that behind closed doors is when the little jabs come and if she says anything, then you are stereotyping her to of like the stereotypical black woman. If she says that she's unhappy with something, then she's hard to work with. If she suggests another idea, then she's difficult. Like I do feel that that could possibly be what happened. And that is no fault to William it could just be a learning opportunity. And the reason why I'm saying this is not because I'm trying to get anyone to pick sides. It is because that has personally happened to me um, and happened to my son, that I was in a situation like that. And um, it's really just disheartening because you can really grow and expand the royal family and expand your knowledge just 
as a human being. And I do feel that some of those things were said. And I honestly feel like they were said from William, just like throwing daggers. So I do hope that they work it out. I actually purchased Harry's book and I cannot wait to read it. Um, And I love that it has such great reviews and there's certain snippets that the media is putting out, making it seem like he's telling all the Royal family's business. So I really love that there's been men that has come to his defense and said, okay, he might've mentioned this, but that's not what this book is about. This book is freaking amazing. So I ordered it. It should be in, I think today, actually. Oh my goodness. It may be here today. (laughs) I think today was the delivery date. So I am going to read it and I'll let you know what I think about the book if the time comes. So I do want to move on to Megan the Stallion. We all know what happened. We saw it in the news and the stories were all over the place for two years. The bottom line is, is that Megan the Stallion was shot. But what I didn't like is that people immediately started saying that she was wrong. They were focused on if she had sex with Tory Lane. And I was really quiet the entire time because again, I've seen this happen before. And I'm not saying that I just saw it happen with Megan the Duchess. I'm saying that I've seen this happen before in my life where when a black woman is hurt or they're trying to say what's wrong and they are telling you they are instantly not believed. And so, yes, then we may turn into the stereotypical black woman. We do get loud. We do get aggressive because why are you not believing us? This woman was shot and I saw grown men making memes about her, calling her a liar, calling her, her, uh, names that I probably should not say. (laughs) And I even saw when the trial started going on a man who was reporting what was happening. Well, you didn't, you never said anything about all of the evidence that now has been released to the media that was never said in his update. So when he was updating at the end of the day, Um, of what happened in court, he did not talk about any evidence. So it did make her look like a liar, but I thought there's no way because at the bottom, the end of the day, she was shot. Somebody shot her. She didn't shoot herself. Somebody's better go to jail. And um, now that we have heard all of this evidence that is absolutely heartbreaking Now people want to apologize. You want to go on air, publicly apologize and do all this stuff. Get out of here with that because you completely tried to destroy this woman for two years. And I just feel like even when things may not look right, we should still just take the back seat and not say anything because you may turn around and have egg on your face and you're only adding to the problem of black people not being believed. And it's so interesting to me because black women, we are supposed to be there and say black lives matter, save our black men, police are killing them. And just, they're also killing women per the movement. And we're, we're supposed to stand up for this. And then you say, 
protect black women, but you don't mirror what you say at all. But we're supposed to just keep taking the lashing when our own black community can sometimes be the downfall. You know, it's one thing when you have someone in a different um, ethnic community that could be downing you. For example, um, the statistic that Harry and Megan had with the white, middle-aged white woman. Okay, that's what they saw with that trend. But when you have someone in your own culture, your own race, they are also bashing you, that just feels that those people are going to grab onto that and it's just going to spread it even more. And I honestly feel that some Black uh, media people that I saw, I felt like you were doing it for clout and agreeing with things about Megan so that you can get more views and likes and all of that because I did see that trend. Like I said, I was Inspector Gadget and I thought it was sickening because at some point in your life, you have to make the decision to do what is morally, spiritually, and ethically right. And that should all be aligned with who you want to be as a person. And when you are using someone's pain to fuel for your gain, those are some karmic debts that I don't even want to play around with. So I really feel like at the end of the day, you really have to think about the work that you're putting out, especially if you truly want to make it, you should not go that route just to get likes and follows. As you know, divine sly, grow well, all things divine. We are small, but there is no way that you are ever going to see me jump on the horse. I could have easily jumped on the Megan the Stallion and said, you know, she's a liar, whatever, to get more likes and views on our YouTube. But I'm not going to do that because I believed her. I am a black woman. I'm going to stand with her. And my standing with her was being silent until the truth came out. But I 100% believed her because something that happened to both Megan's has happened to me before. Now I, I did not um, marry a prince and I'm not married to a prince um, legally. I say, I'll say legally because I think it's only, it's only Harry and <laughs> William they're taken. So I'm not married to a prince of another country. Uh, but, and I was not shot thankfully, but I've had a situation where I was telling the truth about something and I, I was telling the truth. So when I was played, then I did become loud and I did, you know, become passive aggressive and even physically aggressive because I'm like, why are you not believing me? Like I'm sitting here fighting for what it felt like at the time, my life, and you're playing the fact of people do not believe Black women. So I could say, this is what happened. And that person would say, oh no, that never happened. And, and they had, you know, about five supporters that never liked me that would back up the story. 
and it would look like I was a raging psychopath. And let me tell you something, and this is coming from not a celebrity yet. Okay. I'm, I feel like I'm an O-list celebrity. O for like on my way up to the top, (laughs) but as a black woman, I will say to you, especially since we are, we have touched on mental health and Megan, the Duchess talked about mental health as well as Megan the Stallion. I'm going to talk about that as well. When you are treated like that, it really is traumatizing. You can develop PTSD. You can physically become ill. Y'all know this because you're holding up, you're holding energy. You're trying to be stoic and you're just getting tore down and the the therapy that I have needed after my situation of not being believed. And then, you know, it was a situation like Megan and the stallion, then all the facts and the truth come out. Um, and then they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Erica. Well, doesn't matter anymore because I've gone through tons of therapy, but the amount of therapy that I needed and how I still get triggered from certain behaviors, it, it's a lot. And I've had to be on and off in therapy for about seven, eight years because I get to the point where I'm, I'm doing really good and then something triggers me and I go right back to that mindset, to that situation where I was being treated disrespectfully. So that's what I'll say. I feel like this is a conversation that, you know, I've had with my friends and I felt like I wanted to bring it to my platform so that we can continue having this conversation. Um, you may not agree and we can agree to disagree, but no one can tell you how your story has gone. And if you're in a situation where you have receipts which you shouldn't even have to use them. You should just be believed. But if you have receipts to show that this is really what's happening, once you prove your point, whoever said that you weren't telling the truth before, I just feel like they should no longer have access to you. And unfortunately, we live in a world where entertainment is more important than what the truth is. And that's saddening because There's people that's being hurt and they're afraid to tell their story, but I do want to say to anyone out there who could be afraid to tell their story because the noise becomes so loud to where you're silenced that you get even louder and you just keep telling your story with love, with compassion, and you keep sitting in the truth, your truth. And I pray that you grow well. So that is the end of this episode where we talked about Megan the Stallion and Megan the Duchess and the treatment of Black women in the society today. I hope to see you next week. We have another great topic and then we will go into our Root Chakra series and finish that out. So thank you again grow well and be well.